Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the show that is the intersection of SEC football politics. I'm a little rusty. Football and politics. Football and politics. I did not sign up for that. No, I think everyone wants that now. (laughs) I think we have to go forward with that. Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture, and we're back. We're back. Uh, You know, there were some out there who thought this would never happen again, and yet we are here to prove you wrong. I don't know why. It's not like we just dropped out of thin air in the middle of the season. Right in the middle of the season. We were like, peace, we're out. There was no even like courtesy message. In fact, it was basically, you know, I think the 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 podcast with our special guest uh, broke all expectations that we could do anything better than that. We were like, peace, we're out. Yes, we ended on a high note at least, right? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're back. You mean the SEC. Uh, by the way, uh, this is not a show about SEC football and politics, uh, which you may have started the show with um although that i would i would have fun what if we I would we picked a president for each uh sec football team no a current u.s senator for each sec football coach ben that would involve you and you alone and maybe my mom would listen i think she'd enjoy it i think she would too but she'd she probably, might be the only one maybe we could get her to guest host i think there may be some others who'd be interested in that just real quick off the noggin uh kirby smart what senator would he be i don't know any u.s senators outside of i don't know georgia any, I, I don't know any u.s senators either actually some of them do act sinister <laughs> I, maybe i could use that as an adjective but no, that is not where we're going. Uh, what are you looking at there? I'm sorry. My phone, I got a new phone, and it's one of those. My old phone didn't have the face recognition. Okay. And this one does. Okay. And so and every time it goes to sleep, I have to, like, put it in front of my face. Okay. And how, that how it works. How's that going for you? Well, I mean. Because you, you seem very distracted right now. Well, I keep looking down at my notes. I don't normally put notes on my phone, and this is why. This, this is why. See, I'm you got to sure. get you a notebook. You see, I have a notebook. I, I thought we're coming back. We need to make this official. And I went out and bought me, uh, wait for it, $2 notebook. It's a, it's a great looking notebook. And I have a notebook it's getting too. getting the job done. Hey, you know what this notebook doesn't do? Go to sleep. All right. I came up with the top three reasons why we stopped the podcast. Well, I came up with four. Three of them true. One of them very false. Oh, okay. Well, so all of what, mine are true. So, and that's the thing. What we wanted to preface it today is, you know, the last time that we were with you, it was what, late October. Me and Maisie were talking about your favorite princesses. Uh, and then we disappeared. And lo and behold, the season ended uh, last Monday. And can you tell the good people of you, me, and the SEC Nation who ended up winning the national championship? That would be the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay, so you are not in a time warp or in some sort of time machine. It is not 1980. This is an actual event that happened in the year of our Lord 2022. It's been a great week. And for the SEC, just in general, like... Not only did Georgia win the national title, but of course they defeated the Alabama Crimson Tide in the national title. So if you, if we are your only source for SEC football news, 
then I would diversify. But <laughs> also, that is what happened, is Georgia defeated Alabama in the national title game of the score of 33 to... 17? 18. I think it was 18. Because it, it was a weird score. 33-18. Uh, but we're, we're going to get into that later. Uh, because we have to talk about why we disappeared for three months. Yeah, we owe the people an explanation. I think we do. So... Go ahead and, and talk about what, what, what happened. <laughs> Unlock my phone again. Well, there okay. you go. I know it's a problem. All right. My top, one of my reasons, I have three, right? First, Kentucky lost to Georgia. Okay. Um, ben couldn't handle it. Okay. So let's look at the facts. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for the facts? Yes. Uh, we recorded uh, two podcasts mm-hmm. after Kentucky lost that to Georgia. That was too, too many for you. That it? we recorded two, and one of them was with you. So I'd, I, of my four reasons, that was the one false one, because this is not true at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can handle a Kentucky losing to Georgia. That's okay. all I know all right. for the last however many years. So what gives you the gall to suggest that I would not be able to discuss SEC football if Kentucky loses to the eventual national champions? That would be um, 10 years of, of being with you. <laughs> okay. How dare you, first <laughs> of all, <laughs> first of all, that I don't have the professional maturity because we were making the big bucks here. The people need to know, and I'm not just going to bail if Kentucky loses a football game. I think your better argument would have been that Kentucky lost not one, not two, but three in a row. That was actually my number two oh, point. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for la- leading that, leading me into that. Kentucky lost their next two games after Georgia. That is the other reason that we stopped is Ben got sad. Well, I was sad. I was sad. Because Kentucky started six and zero, but again, this is you, me, and the SEC. This this is not you, me, and Kentucky, mm-hmm. even though that would rhyme mm-hmm. as well. So maybe we can think about that. Uh, spinoff alert, maybe. Uh, but I just wholeheartedly disagree with the idea that I would not be able to continue this podcast just because Kentucky lost some games. Okay, you weren't ready for my last one. Can we do, though? Can we talk about what your thoughts about SEC football were after Georgia lost in the SEC championship? No, game we're to not Alabama? there yet. Let me give me that because we had stopped way before that. That wasn't why we stopped the podcast. But I think we need to tell people about the conversations that you were having. Yeah, uh, we with will. Me it's fine. That. I, I Maybe will that's own something up. we can save. Yeah, I will own up to my doubts and my fears. Okay, it's been a season. And your statement okay? that you wish football didn't exist. Listen, we almost didn't go back to the podcast if this game had not ended the way it did. My last reason was that Ben got mad at Brittany when she went to the beach. Okay, so that is true. That is true. So that that week that, of course, I co-hosted with Maisie. Uh, by the way, the people were demanding much more than the eight minutes that we gave them. You were like, don't keep her on there for 30 minutes. And people don't want to listen to that. Well, the people spoke, and they enjoyed what she had to say about her favorite princesses. She thought that Ole Miss was good this season. Uh, I forget what else she said. Right. But anyway, I digress. So you went to the beach. You abandoned us. <clears throat> True. Right. But I came back. You did. But it threw the rhythm off. It threw the rhythm off. You know, we were in a Thursday, Monday. Is that when we did them? We record a Sunday <laughs> so, night. It's been so long. It's been so long. It's been a three months. So much span. has happened. Yes. But uh, we were in a rhythm, and you did you did leave us. I did. I mean, there's there's um, some truth to that. We got out of rhythm, but my my theory is that you were just mad that I that I left. Well, I did parlay that into a trip to Kentucky's bowl game. 
That's right. Yeah. I expertly said, I'm like, okay, you can leave us for three days to go to the beach in October, in the middle of the school semester. Yes. Um, but I might get a trip. And at that point, I was still thinking, okay, Kentucky to the Fiesta Bowl in Phoenix. And I was trying to think, how do I drive? Because I was going to drive. How do I drive 22 hours in like half a day to be able to get back in time to start the school semester that Monday uh, on the 3rd, as it turned out? But I didn't have to make that decision because Kentucky lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Disappointing. That was, that was a tough one. Not today, though, I should say. Not today in basketball. Oh, but that's yeah. A, that's another story. Okay, so tell me your... Oh, dang it. I pushed the wrong way. See, I got to forget... I gotta remember what these hotkeys are. Because yeah, because now it looks like go, we're going. Sounds like we're going into like a children's story gonna, hour with like <laughs> Prince Wednesday and Princess Peach. Prince Wednesday's the worst. Can we agree? Yes, Prince Wednesday's totally the worst. He's awful. Prince Tuesday, more that guy. He's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he's yeah. a lot better. Okay. Do All you right. want to find the right button? No, I know it now, but it's it, the moment has passed. Okay. Us. We can't go All back right, to so it. tell me why we quit the podcast. Well, I think the biggest reason is that we moved. We bought a new house. We moved. Yes. You didn't write that down? No, those were my three that reasons. Was, <laughs> that wasn't the one. It was clearly my number one on my list because it's true. So we bought a new house. We thought, you know what? We needed a bigger podcast space. This was the only reason why we bought a new house. Yeah, um, it was a factor. It was one of the things. Uh, and uh, we were we had been recording in our downstairs, and our our old house was very much like everyone's kind of on top of each other. Um, so we bought a new house in which we have a basement, and we're down here right now, and it's delightful, especially the big screen over there. What color would you say these walls? Like if you had to, like a team, like a team color, what color would they be? DePaul. Okay, that our listeners would know, and me, would know what color that Don't, is. Aren't you a big fan of the DePaul Blue Demons? I am I mean, not. I feel like that's, that's very much on DePaul's level. Uh, I feel like I'm in, I'm in downtown Chicago just sitting here right now. See, I didn't even know DePaul was in Chicago. You're just, just throwing not all sorts speaking of facts, my language. Throwing all sorts so of So you would consider you. this a Kentucky Blue? I mean, I would. Okay. But I wanted to also, you know, be inclusive to other teams. Uh, in these United States, and I think it's more of an Auburn blue. Uh, shut your mouth. That is is not <laughs> <Sure>. Auburn. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was very aggressive. But it was it's not Auburn. This it's nowhere near Auburn blue. Are you serious? I guess I'm not. <laughs> is Auburn blue is just a little more navy? Is that what you're yes. trying to say? Anyways, yes. all in all, because the the listeners cannot see the walls that we're trying to talk about. Our walls down here are very blue that will be painted at some point. Yeah, but anyway, this space is great. And what we can do is we can fully engage our our full volume now where we couldn't really do that before. And we won't have, even if our kid is crying, we won't be able to hear them on the audio. You won't hear that in our microphones picking it up in the background. (laughs) So it's a blessing. Okay, anyway, that's really enough about us. Right. Yes. Well, one. Yes. Yes. But we're back. And, we're back. And I think we'll, at the end of today, we're not going to be with you too long tonight. Right. Um, because we, we, heck, we did well just to even hook up our equipment. I mean, figure that out. Um, and we're going to talk here at the end about like what our plan is because, of course, SEC football is over. Uh, SEC basketball is in full motion. This is not an SEC basketball podcast. This is SEC football and culture and maybe politics <laughs> and maybe critiquing room paint colors. 
There's all sorts of things we can get into, including basketball. I mean, if which, you need like five minutes at the end of the session, I think we should have SEC. Session. I think we should have SEC basketball corner. Oh, okay. Every episode. Every episode. Well, yeah, I think the people want to know what's happening on the on the hardwood. Okay. And how great Georgia is doing. Okay. Well, we didn't have to go there. That was a little bit of a stab. Georgia, Georgia have a basketball team. Uh, but we're going to talk about what our plan is for the off season and um, through the spring and summer because I think this is when we can do our best work. Yes, I'm very excited. I know that it doesn't really make a lot of sense that we're coming back a week after the season ended. However, yeah, part of me is wondering why we did that. <laughs> I think it's your nerves. I don't think you wanted to come back before Georgia won. I couldn't do I it. I think it was your fault. So you tried to blame me for this whole thing. I think we'd come around and say that we would have come back much sooner, if not for Brittany's insecurities about Georgia in the postseason. I would, Where would you have reason to believe Georgia couldn't get the job done? Listen, I will take complete ownership of that. And I think that's very valid. I don't think that anybody would want me to talk about, and I did not feel comfortable talking about Georgia before the final game. Well, let's talk about that final game. Uh, you know, as a Kentucky basketball fan, I've only had really once in my, like, devout cheering life where Kentucky has won the national title. And that year we were so much better than everybody else. It was so expected that I think some of the joy from that moment was taken away, at least in my experience. Um and then really, I think about it, all my other, like, I don't really have many professional teams. My soccer team has never won anything ever, basically. Um, how was that moment, particularly when the pick six at the end of the game, describe the level of joy or any of your emotions? Like, what was it, relief, bliss? Like, where were you? I think I like bliss. I like that word. It was like... um it was. It was like this weight was lifted, and I oh, there was there's a lot of disbelief, you know. I think it took me like a whole day afterwards to be like, this actually happened, you know, mm-hmm. like this. I have. <laughs> it's like it's because I've like literally never had this feeling before, you know. Right. So it's like, what is this feeling? What do I do with this? What do I? Yes, I don't even know. But it it was it was absolutely wonderful, and you know, it was not a given throughout the whole game. You know, it was not a given throughout all of the postseason. Um, and so, you know, it really was right when you hit that pick six. It was, you know, the culmination of the Titanic song, you know. and it's, Celine Dion has never been more on point. Right, I know. Uh, than in that moment. Did you feel that uh, at what point did you believe, was it the pick six for sure? But was there any point during the game where you did feel that Georgia was going to win? Well, the game was so much different than the SEC championship. You know, we were in it, um, and especially the second, the first quarter, the first half was just boring and rough. You know, it was like, it was... Nine to six, game of the century. I know, and you know, I don't know, like, like the first like half of the quarter of every Georgia game, I'm always like a little tense because it's like, okay, what is this game going to do? And then it kind of settles into what it's probably going to look like. Um, I felt like that through the whole first half. Like I, when halftime came, I was like, I am still tense and I still don't know what's going on. Like I do not know how this game is going to be. 
Well, and we turned it over to The Bachelor uh, to, to, to watch in halftime, which was, uh, how was that? Was that an enjoyable experience for you? I, I don't is, remember that. Okay, you don't remember. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I remember we you, did that. This is something we did. I don't remember what I was watching. I don't think I was actually thinking about what I was watching. Right, right, right. Um, I felt the whole season and made this argument back in several episodes throughout the season. In fact, I want to go back and listen and find it so I can play it for you just to show how right I was about how it would be so much, it would mean so much more to be killed by Alabama. Not killed, but just beat by Alabama in that championship game, but to then come back and beat them in the final, like you would need to beat Bama at some point. You know, if, let's say, for instance, you lose to Bama in the SEC title game and say, let's say Cincinnati somehow beats Bama and then you beat Cincinnati in the final. Like, how Bama fans would still be able to hold that over Georgia fans. Hey, we, you know, we beat you the time that we played. So, what is, as a Georgia fan, was there any more value in the fact that how it played out uh, with that win over Alabama at the end, was there more value added to that, or was it really hard to differentiate between that because it's a feeling you've never really had? Um, I very much think that it mattered. You know, I think it very. I think that was the win we needed. We needed a close win to Al- from to Alabama. I mean, if we blew them out, then sure, that would be great. Yeah. But I can't. I can't. I can't think about that. Right. 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 Like I almost feel like we needed that. We don't know who's going to win this, and our team like pulls their bootstraps up and goes and gets it, mm-hmm. you know, at the end. And I think that it, and you know, as you said that throughout the season, I was always like, whatever, if a win's a win, a win. I do feel that way still. Yeah. And I knew at the time that it, that narrative, this is the narrative we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we had won without it, it still would be great. Right. But this is like. But you take away the Alabama fans from being able to hold that over you now. And I and I feel like that would have been a thing. I'm sure. It for would sure. Have been. If, yeah. if it had played out that way. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it would have been. But you'll take it the way it is. I mean, and they still talk. I mean, they're like, we had injuries. And, right. You know, right. I mean, th- that's just always going to happen. But at the end of the day, Georgia won. Yeah. And I mean, you look at it, the combined score, the aggregate score, Alabama won by two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there there were some Alabama fans on Feinbaum calling in and saying, well, I don't acknowledge that they won at all because we played two games and we outscored them over the course of the two. Mm. It's an interesting only, way to look at it. If only football actually worked that way, Yeah, I know, sir. right? <laughs> Gosh, be- this is why I'm not Feinbaum. I would be like, can we just end this caller? Oops, we dropped a caller. <laughs> we will not be a call-in show. Oh, no, but that would be fun, actually. <laughs> Maybe we should chase show. that technology. Um, why did you collapse on the floor weeping <laughs> when the big six occurred? Because <laughs> I'm standing here, and Brittany, it's like she's like dropped dead, basically. I'm like, well, she could be dead. I mean, that could be something that could have happened. Oh, the relief. Yeah. The absolute relief and joy, because at that point, you know that we had it. We yeah. had it. Yeah. And the way that happened, I honestly, I don't think I watched them score 
So I, yeah. I think I my hand my head was like in, right in the carpet. Yeah, so. it doesn't really matter like if you score or not there. I right. mean, honestly, Kirby maybe the moment of the game for me, jumping probably about fifty feet in the air. Gosh, it was amazing. Telling Ringo to um, get down to get down yeah. right because I mean there is a world in which he is running it back and here comes a Bama player from behind punches it loose. Bama picks it up, runs back for a touchdown. Right. And I, and my emotional um, non football player brain did not go there. Cause I'm not a coach. Right. So I just see him catch it. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God. That happened at a Kentucky bowl game. I think it was in 2007. We were playing Florida state and we intercepted the ball at the end of the game. And then our player fumbled it. Like mm. instead of like getting down, he like fumbled it. And I think we recovered and ended up winning, but it, it's something that can happen. So it is cool to see Kirby in that moment. It's yeah. not the well, especially because but, but that's why he gets paid nearly eight to ten million dollars a year to jump in the air and tell him to get down rather than doing what you did. Right, <laughs> it's right. just collapse on the collapse floor. on the floor. I'm fascinated to see in those moments how different people react. Mm-hmm. Like how some people will have run around uh, screaming. Some people will have done what you did. Uh, we have to think maybe of our friend Michael, just about what his actions were in that moment. Maybe we, when we see them again, we can ask them. So it's just very, as, as someone who was wanting Georgia to win, but was not like life or death over that, all things on the table, mm-hmm. it was so cool to see that moment for you. And yeah. that's why I told many of the people that I interact with on a daily basis who are Georgia fans, I was just very happy to see like that had been something for so long that Georgia had to battle. And it kind of, at least from my Kentucky perspective, the the uh, analogy is beating Florida and, and to end that streak. Mm-hmm. And I remember that night just, you know, the emotional overload of that moment uh, that you put so much into it as a fan. You know, you care so much. And to see like, in that that moment where your team struggles to overcome for so long, it finally mm-hmm. happened. It's just an emotional tidal wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very, very cool. So what else did you take away? I don't know. I don't know if I have any other takeaways except for it's, it's been a really fun week. You yeah. know, like I just like watch highlights all the time, and it's just that blissful feeling that I I cannot remember feeling as a Georgia fan because we usually end the season just merry like, you know, right? Um, either like we lose in a playoff game or we lose to Texas in a bowl game or we go to a bowl game that I don't really care about, right. you know? Um, so it was, I mean, it's, it's why you play the game. It's a beautiful thing. It's why we played the game. It's why we. It's why I mean, we. It's why we went out there. Our lives to football. Yeah, it's why we uh, woke up for those early practices, and it's why we ran out of that tunnel, and it's why we endured all that pain, yeah. and suffering, and man, those conditioning days. <sighs> so two days they were tough. So yeah. um, I feel like one of the the big stories that came out of that is Stetson Bennett, you know, and uh, which is a really cool story. You know, he yeah. was. Uh, you know, the whole quarterback issues last season and who's going to be quarterback. And the, this whole season, we had people doubting him, like put in JT throughout that whole game. People yes. were saying put in JT, put yes. in JT. But he really was the one who pushed through after that fumble. I think that so the fumble at the beginning of the fourth quarter, which was the most bizarre, I think it was correctly called, but it was the most bizarre, closely decided play in its 
physics from mm-hmm. like the arm, the ball coming out before the arm coming forward, and the recovery by the Alabama player, the nonchalant recovery right. just That's happened. So weird. It was amazing because I think it was all the correct call. But I think the one point I wanted to make from the game itself, I think Georgia won the game because that next drive, they did not come out and try to do three yards cloud of dust. Nobody mm-hmm. was running the ball well the whole game. They gave the ball to Stetson, said, Stetson, go get us back in this game after this just devastating play that everybody is like, eh, it's Georgia. Right. This is what they do. Right. And I thought that drive, which ended with the 40-ish yard touchdown pass to A.D. Mitchell, like that was that decision to go get it won Georgia the game. Right. Georgia won that game. Alabama did not lose that game. It was on that drive. And then Georgia, the next time they had the ball, did go to the running game to run the clock, ended up with a touchdown to Bowers. Um, Georgia won that game, and they overcame a ridiculously bad break. And I think, for, uh, like, for a season where everybody was just talking about Georgia defense, how Georgia defense is the yeah. one that's winning, I think that who won that game, of course our defense did, but I think that Stetson did. Yeah. You know, I think that he is the quarterback we didn't know we needed. I'm going to yeah. get emotional. I'm just kidding. Um, it's an underdog story in the most country club way possible. <laughs> this is true. Because because I, it's Georgia, and I know that we're not the most underdog team ever really? in the big picture of things. Are you sure? And our quarterback is named Stetson Bennett third or fourth. It's the it's fourth. fourth Put some respect on his name Apologize. and his family. Apologize. There's been four Stetsons running around. <laughs> Which is a pretty country club name. However. We know Stetson Bennett the first fought in the Civil War. Let's give the whole family... I don't know. That might be true. I'm not sure. I know. We don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so I, I, I'm aware of that, but still, as a Georgia fan in my Georgia bubble, it was a beautiful thing and what we needed, and I feel really good about where we are as a program. Well, yeah, I, th- I would say so, yes. <laughs> I think we're going to be like, okay. I think we're going to be all right. Um, it's just that, like, pressure is off. You yes. know, I already saw people on Twitter, and they were like, oh, Georgia Tech haven't won since 92. And I was like, how long have they been waiting to say that? Because that's always what Georgia Tech tells us is, like, we've won a national championship. What does Georgia, Te- Georgia Tech have now? They have nothing. But what do you mean? What do they have? Like, against Georgia. Like, what right. can they say now? Right. Yeah. Nothing. Well, so. I don't. I don't really think they had much. That was like literally the only thing. I'm just trying to imagine a college football world in which Georgia Tech's winning the national title. I and will, actually, the early '90s, because Washington was winning in there. Colorado was right there. I mean, it was just a. It was a wild time. The Cold right. War ended, and we were just losing <laughs> ourselves. Right? It was just wild. I think that um, another thing that I kind of took away from, and this was during our dark period in the in the podcast when we did not. <laughs> Oh, oh. Dark we, we went dark. We went dark. Um, was like during the Heisman. And when the Heisman came out and Bryce Young won, I was like, is he really worth it? You know, like I feel, I felt like it, there was just no other standout. And he was like, well, oh, of course, was, he's, the, he's the million dollar. It was, it was a very strange year for the, for the Heisman voting because there was never really. And Bryce Young won the Heisman based on the championship game. Right, and, and I was like, game. okay, well, that's and not... the Iron Bowl. Sure, sure, and so I, I just was really doubting his well, abilities. However, I want to say that that in the national championship game, um, Bryce Young's really good, and I'm not looking forward to next year. Yeah, 
Yeah, so, he's back. Yeah, he's like, I think, and again, this was yeah. one of the games I could really focus on. I could really see him, and I was yeah. like, oh, I hope we all enjoyed it. Alabama's down year in which they were Lord SEC help. champs and were leading in the national title game in the second half. So, yes. Because next year is going to be a... <laughs> I don't know. I know, but yeah. that's for next year. Let me, let me, let me dwell yes. still in my in my bliss. Let me ask you this question, even though I know it's too early. If you were Stetson Bennett, yes, would you take your COVID year and come back after that, or well, would that, you just call it? That is the uh, that is a great question because you know when he does come back, uh, if he throws his first incompletion against Oregon, first game of next year, you know those Georgia fans will be like JT. Put in JT. Right. With JT Daniels. That's so true. Right? I feel like I would just like put my think, cleats up and just be like, guys, I think JT, had a good run. I think JT Daniels needs to stay at Georgia for the next 20 years and just somehow retain his eligibility and just be the the, the, the backup quarterback. I just, when I, I think of JT Daniels, I just see him on the sidelines holding his helmet. Right. And his hair with the center part. I'm right. like, JT, we got to work on that. Do you know two of the, like Georgia's young quarterbacks, their names? Do you know their names? Is it Brock Vandergriff? Brock Vandergriff. Yes. Do you know the other one? Um, Carson no. Beck. Well, he's there. I think he's okay. going to There's another one. I think, I think he's going to be. No, that's that's Will. Well, his son's His there. son, Jackson. Is he a quarterback? I thought he was. Well, he didn't matter. Okay. Uh, I think this guy's going to be a freshman next year. Gunner Stockton. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, I mean you got that's a Brock a and a Gunner over there. Like, JT, you got to watch your back right there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to devote a whole episode this summer to Stetson Bennett's career choices, and I think we should really break that down because I think he has a lot of options now, and I think Georgia quarterback next year is not the highest on the list. Yes, um, I would agree Maybe he that. could be the next senator. From uh, from Georgia, just to bring. I'd it all vote back. for him this year. I mean, he's a little young, isn't he? Yeah, he's got like eight years until he's, uh, you know, the Constitution, right? It's right, a, it's right. A tricky thing. Um, so yeah, Georgia won the national title. Uh, we are going to spend next time, our next episode, revisiting our predictions, uh, because we hold each other accountable. Here, That's right. Here on you, me, and the SEC, uh, we don't just we're not very flighty with our predictions. We never forget, you know, remember. Again, we're going to uh, dive in to see what we had to say, particularly probably about how we thought Florida was going to be good, and I thought Arkansas was going to be bad. I don't know what else. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, the, the treasure chest. Yeah, it was knowledge. our, I think we called them our um, superlatives. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so we'll get into that next time. What else are do we have to look forward to? Well, why don't you t- talk about what our, our plan is generally for the off season besides college basketball corner. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so if you are here to find out transfer information about players, preseason yeah. information, draft stuff, spring games in depth, we are not your podcast. There are a lot of other places that you're going to get like the minute by minute of the transfer portal. But I ain't got time for that to, like, deeply watch the transfer portal because it's already crazy, right? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No. Oh, okay. I'm Um, just listening to you describe the transfer portal. But it's just something that comes up in our conversations all you know the time. What, you know what envision I have for the transfer portal is, you know, like in Harry Potter, when they go to the fireplaces the flu, and the, the flu, flu network. Yeah, yeah, that's what I envision is they're like, and they're gone. I had no idea. I don't I don't like Doctor Who. I've never been a fan, but I just imagine it to be a TARDIS. How's that again? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> we need to program that noise in there. 
Okay. Yeah, make it a drop. Yes. We'll see if I have the time to figure that out. So what is this going to look like? Okay, so we're going to pop in hopefully every, like, probably like, hopefully like three or four times a month. So every week or so. Um, and touch. we'll do touch base on news and notables. We'll kind of keep an ear on anything big that happens in the SEC world. Um, and So then, like if Billy Napier wrestles an alligator. Like on Florida's campus. Oh, yeah. I think we need to cover that. For sure. Yes. For sure. Um, and then we'll also, you know, try to do some more around campus, which we did at the beginning. Yeah, we did like two episodes <laughs> yeah. where we talked about like, there's this kid on Vandy's campus who like talks to squirrels. Like Listen, how cool is that? That was great. <laughs> uh, we were uh, we were doing, I told one story about the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile <laughs> went to Mississippi State and the whole time you were like, duh, what is, <laughs> like, who gives a crap about this story? I was like, not I that interested. I could read it in your eyes. Yeah, sorry. Um, so we'll get you some good stories from around campus and then hope- i mean what is happening um, in Starkville in april like you gotta talk when the oscar meyer wiener mobile comes to town you gotta like talk about that i feel like this is small town mentality that i just don't understand yeah it's very true <laughs> it's very true and then hopefully this is the one i hope that we can get into some of these cultural deep dives so we'll have maybe like once a month um these episodes where we can like really sink our teeth into um, these niche things about SEC football culture that maybe like you've heard about or you kind of like know something about, but you don't really know everything about. Um, like, can and, you think of an example? Well, and I, I'm not sure that after we give you the information, you're still going to know everything about, but we'll get you a little bit further down the road. Um an example of what? I don't know. Of something that's like we might go like deep on. For example, we w- we would maybe look at like the progression in history of mascots for Ole Miss and how that has evolved over the years, how they have kind of shed the Confederate imagery um, with and, their even like nickname and there was a bear and a shark. Like what's what's happened with that? There's some, some cases, you know, specifically tied to football – like as a, you know, just special interest things, Tennessee's football coaching searches, which are always a bucket of fun. Um, and then there's like specific traditions, you know, we may deep dive on. So like Texas A&M has so many SEC traditions or traditions unique to their school. Listen, uh, after that so Midnight Yell video like? that I watched, yes, I really want to get into that. Everyone just roasted them, and then they went out and beat Bama. Right. So who got the last laugh? I so know. I, I think this is like what makes SEC football special. It's not that we kick everybody's butt. It's that it just means more. Oh, thank I you. I mean, really, blonde they should lady. think. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I don't. She has a name. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, blonde lady. <laughs> I need to learn her name. What do you think her name is? Janine. Janine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think her name's like almost said Sarah. That could be Sarah. Yeah, I think it's like Sarah. Yeah, Sorry, it's my niece. So next week we're going to come back talk about our um, predictions, our superlatives, how we did, and kind of just a season recap and talk about just the put it, closing the book on things uh, for the 2021-2022 season. Uh, and then I think maybe next week we'll, we'll start our um, – News and notes. We have to come up with a clever name for that. So, uh, you, you don't like ideas? news and notes? That's that was mine. So, oh, was that yours? <laughs> yes. Well, I think we can do better. Okay. Um. So, and then we'll go from there. 
All right. Well, this has been fun. I've been it glad been to be fun. back. And as usual, we say it won't go long, and here we are on minute 36. Oh, Still I'm blabbing. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it happens. But it's going to be fun. So I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been Yumi and the SEC. Bye.